Good morning, world. Maria here, alive and kicking. Welcome to Awaken with Maria and Monica. If you're not familiar with Monica Sepulveda's work, get over to Monica with two ends.com. I have a live link here. Check it out because between the two of us, we have over a hundred years of experience in all things metaphysical. Today's show topic is going to be Earth, the experimental planet. So, I want to say good morning to Monica. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, Maria. Hi. <laughs> it feels Thank like such so a much. long it feels like such a long time since we talked. I know because I had that little, you know, pause when I had my knee replacement surgery done and I'll tell you I'm so glad I did it. Anybody out there that needs knee replacement, it's a lot of work, it's hard, but it's worth it. Right. Well, good. I'm glad you're walking around freely now. I know, and my leg is straight for the first time. It was bow-legged before. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy that you're doing better. You know, I've been Thank sending you, you uh, Reiki nightly for your healing. Yes, ma'am, and I feel it. And anybody that doesn't believe in Reiki, oh, my God, have Maria treat you because you're going to feel so different. Right, and, you know, people need to know you're in a different state, and I'm treating you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, yeah, healing travels. Hey, I, I mean, Reiki travels across time and space, mm-hmm. which is a wonderful thing. So talking about time and space, here we are on this spinning blue marble, the experimental planet. Yeah. And I don't know about you and what kind of reactions you're getting from your students, etc. But what I'm getting a lot of is letters of fear, uh, letters of people feeling confused, People fearful over losing their jobs because they don't want to take the shot. Uh, And it seems like every day there's more and more fear. So what I do now is when I'm surfing social media, if I see anything that instantly tells my eyeball it's about COVID, I just pass pass it by. I will not stop and read it. Yeah, Uh, because it's, it's just too much. You know, somebody posted a great meme this morning. And uh, Donald Jeffries actually uh, liked it. He had posted something similar. And it was a picture of all the actors and actresses at the Emmys. Uh, That was on the top of the meme. On the bottom of the meme, uh, the top said the Emmys. The bottom said your children. And they showed kids in school, six feet apart, sitting there with masks. While everybody at the Emmys was literally on top of each other. No one was wearing a mask. Uh, and you look at these football stadiums that are getting packed. Nobody's wearing yeah. a mask. Yeah, but they're all, they all have to show proof of vaccination or they're instantly um, 
tested for COVID, and if they are right, they're not allowed but then to. you have the demonization of people that choose, which is their right, not to have the shot. And I have to. I ask the same question I have asked for about fifty years now. You know, especially with people that get their annual flu shot. If your flu shot works, why do you care whether I have one or not? Yeah, I've never gotten a flu shot. Well, the one time I did when my doctor talked me into it over 20 years ago was the only time I got the flu. Mm -hmm. And it was miserable. And I said, yeah, never again. Uh, so well, I, we I have... Well, I think that a lot of these vaccinations bring on whatever is going on, you know, whatever. Right, for. exactly. Because I mean, <laughs> if I know somebody just got a vaccine, I don't care if it's a flu vaccine or a COVID vaccine. I don't want them close to me for at least three days. Yeah. That's my own that's my own choice. And I've always been that way. Mm -hmm. uh, but the bottom line is people are bombarded with fear 24/7. Uh, they're in a state of confusion. The ones that aren't in a state of confusion are under some kind of mass psychosis, like the people that, oh. you know, still decided to go to the Capitol to defend domestic terrorists as uh, yeah. patriots. Mm -hmm. uh, so People need to learn that there's a safe place for them. You know, I posted this this morning because people are in such a, a to-do about it. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a really good meme of uh, one guy walking away from the crowd and the crowd going in the other direction. And it said, you know, don't be afraid to walk alone instead of going walking with the crowd. And what I posted was, that's why the Maria Hella show exists. Mm, I love that. Uh, First of all, let's identify a word that you've used a lot before it's own, um, uh, based on your own, you know, letters and emails and whatever. The word fear, if you know the definition of fear, false evidence of appearing real, it's an acronym. Right. It's also an absence of love. So people that are in fear are making choices because this planet where we live is a place that requires us to use free will. And people don't realize that that means making decisions on what you're going to choose, and how you're going to react. So you're talking about people reacting with a lot of fear. Guess what? Our choices create our reality. So if we live in fear, we're going to get more things to be afraid of. That's the way it works. Right. You have to choose wisely over foolishly. And people, they, they connect to collective consciousness. The collective consciousness is filled with a lot of negativity. What I do is I visualize that I have an ACA cord, A-K-A-C-O-R-D, that comes from my heart and it's connected, and my mind, it's kind of like in the chakra area, communication, intuition, the, the seventh chakra of the heart, and the third one, which is emotions. And I cut all those cords that's connected to people's thoughts mm -hmm. and emotions on this planet. And instead, my heart connects to Mother Earth, which is filled with love, and is love. Mm-hmm. And I also connect to the planets and the Milky Way, which are all synchronized and in harmony. You ever want a really good experience? Go into a meditation and float yourself out to the Milky Way, and oh my gosh, you get addicted to being in a place of complete harmony. Mm -hmm. Planets aren't sitting out of control and going crazy. They're harmonious, and you feel so peaceful. Right. So what I do, I do this every day in order to stay centered, because obviously I've got students and... Um, I have clients and have for, like you said at the beginning, between the two of us, we have a hundred years of experience. We have to have solutions. 
for these people that contact us that are in those negative states uh-huh. because they're only going to get more of the same. So, you know, choose wisely over choosing foolishly, choose positivity, positive, positivity over negativity, right. and watch what happens. In Absolutely. fact, I read an a Instagram post by Polly Positivity. He goes by the name of Polly Positivity. He used to be on Jersey Shore, and now he's really inspiring. He's also a DJ. So I, I clicked on and followed him, and he said, <clears throat> try thinking only positive thoughts for 24 hours and watch what happens. And he's right. Right. Right, I saw that one. Like a hundred negative thoughts. Exactly. Well, like that. Right. Well, it's as simple as making the choice that I made this morning. If I see, you know, I'm surfing through whether it's Twitter or Facebook, Instagram. If it even remotely resembles, you know, more COVID fear, COVID porn fear, I just skip it over. I will not even focus my eyes on it. Luckily, I can see quickly what it is. Uh, But for my audience. One thing they can always count on, and one woman did write me this, that I will always tell her the truth, which helps in this world of confusion. So if you really want to know news that's important, all you need to do is listen to my show. Shut everything else off, because I'm going to give you the news with a lot of humor, okay? Oh, uh, I know. That's, so that's, so that's that, way to listen to the news is listening to yours. Right, so that it's palatable, because otherwise we get trapped in this false reality uh, and we join that you know the mass consciousness which is being totally controlled by the media this these days yeah, that's uh, another reason not to listen all right and you need to just you need to just separate from it uh, you know when you say this is an experimental planet and you mentioned free will now I will tell you this I'm sure you and I both will disagree on this but because I've done readings and sessions for people for so many decades, when I lay out their, their plan that they made for themselves before they came into this life, what they wanted to do, what they wanted to experience, what they wanted to learn, it's always perfect for them. And I have only found that when they choose to step off their yellow brick road that they laid out before they came here and use free will... They usually draw some lesson or karma to themselves that they did not need. Always. So I can't guarantee to somebody, well, what I see in your read is what's going to happen because, unfortunately, they have free will. And, you know, and I always tell them, when you hang up this phone, you're free to do whatever you want. But I always give people door number one, okay? I don't believe in settling for door number two or number three. Uh, But I have seen, you know, when people use free will... Uh, and then they create a problem for themselves. Then they're back on the phone with me and telling me about their problem. And I was like, where'd this come from? Okay, this wasn't your problem. You took on somebody else's shit. Why? And people yeah. need to realize their journey is singular here. That's correct. Uh, you, know, you know, when people die, you know, usually their partners or their friends are very down and out and, and sad. But what I remind them of is, listen, we come in here alone and we leave alone. And your journey is singular. And we go back home, which is not a bad thing. (laughs) No, it isn't. Uh, I agree with you, Maria, about free will. The key is that we don't come here for a perfect life. Every time you call it a problem, some people call it a challenge, I call it a lesson. Because we can learn from whatever we go through. That's what I meant at the beginning when I said free will is how we react. Right. 
also. Right. So we can choose to react. And here's the cool thing, because, you know, I'm writing a book about not only this lifetime, but my past lifetime, because the two are very linked. And so what happens is that when they react a certain way, and it's like worry or doubt or fear, those are the three big ones, mm-hmm. and or non-deserving, you know, not feeling deserving of, you have to pay attention to whatever comes up and then appropriately release it. And I know how to do that. I've got some great tools for that. But you want to pay attention to what comes up because that means that it was inside of you. Right. And it could be inside of you from a past life as well. Mm-hmm. People that are afraid to wear turbics might have been hung to death. You know what I mean? Right. And so they don't want to wear, okay, you got to work through that particular fear. And, you know, I also have a process where I take people through time travel where they can see their past lives. It's really cool. It's really cool. And anyway, so um, you're absolutely right because things that happen to us, we can... We can react a certain way, but when we finally have peace and, and all of that stuff comes out of us, because I love this particular quotation I learned in 1983 on a television show called Reverend Terry Cole Whitaker, blonde-haired woman, and she said, love brings up anything unlike itself to be healed. So the more we fill ourselves with love, the more crap is going to come up so that we can let it go. Exactly. So, and when I, when I see emotions come up, I always ask it to turn into a little girl or a little boy so I can talk to that energy and it will it'll shift. Einstein said so we can we can convert energy. So I let worry come up and it's a little girl I talk to her and I go, Oh, that must feel terrible being worried like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna link my heart to yours and I'm gonna send you this green light, this energy, and you're going to become pure love. And so I see her smiling back and when I see her glowing green like a green aura, then I know that she shifted. I said, Okay, I'd like you to go if you want to to every hospital in the world and to every room and send greet and light to each patient right. or each dog or each pet. Or you see a pet that's been hit by a car, help it go into transition. Do you want to do that? And immediately I get a yes and I say, okay, bye. And I see them floating away like a balloon. And right at the end before they disappear, they wave at me. And that's a good way to convert negative energy into something positive. You can turn that energy into anything. Right. So why not let it go that way? That was a tool that came to me. Gosh, I think it was, I downloaded that one, but it worked for me every single time. Because, you know, Maria, we all, especially teachers, we have the hardest lessons to learn. And people always say, oh, you're so lucky. Uh-uh, you want to trade places with me? Right. what I've been through. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Our lessons are harder. <laughs> exactly. And you and I are so close, you know, we share stuff. I share a lot with you because, I, first of all, I have OCD, huh. <laughs> and I don't shut up, <laughs> and I'm an Aries on top of that. So with fire signs like yours, Sagittarius, we're talkers. I can go on and on and on. You know, give me a topic, and I'll talk for an hour. All right. Well, you know, it's uh, here's a little trick uh, for people listening to try. Okay. Uh, I, I found myself in the uh, ER twice in the past month. Uh, once with my son and once with my granddaughter last week uh, when she had a kidney stone attack. Oh, it's the worst. I know. It was, it was a nightmare, believe me. Um, and when I walk in, I shut down. I shut down my chakras, especially my solar plexus. Uh, and when I walk out, I immediately take my hands and fluff up my aura. And, oh, that's good. and visualize whatever was in that hospital. Because if ever there's a place to get sick, it's a hospital. 
<clears throat> to just kind of fluff up your aura with your hands. I don't really care if people think I'm crazy. I usually do that going in and coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you find yourself in that situation or a similar situation, you're in a large crowd, there's a lot of negativity, whatever, uh, you can quickly just put your hands out and just feel like you're fluffing up your aura. Yeah, uh, like, like, uh, like I always visualize it as cotton candy. You know, right. Just now I, just, <laughs> I just wave myself all around uh, just to and visualize eliminating whatever was there uh, because yeah. I don't want to catch whatever the hell anybody else has. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a simple technique. You know, some people will reiki themselves, but people also have to remember that everything that enters and leaves your body is through your solar plexus. Yes, it is. That's the third chakra, the emotional center. It's connected to the heart and the intuition. Those three are, remember someone told me, those are three brains that are connected. You can take your heart and send it to the third chakra, and it'll heal the emotions and reconnect you to the heart, reconnect you to your intuition, which I thought was really an interesting thing to say. Right. Well, I tell people when you're going out and about to shut it down. Shut it down. To just yeah, to visualize shutting yeah. it down. You know, you can open it up again when you're home or with your, with your love or whatever. Uh, but today, because the energy out there is set to negative, as Michael Rakir and I discussed, it's more important than ever to work your spiritual practice. You, we cannot afford to forget. And this is why I wanted to do this topic today, because of free will, it's about reaction. But then you have to take the initiative to turn things around, and people always say, I'm just one person. I can't do anything. I'm like, yeah, you're one person. That's very powerful once you take back your power. Exactly. And that's just connecting your, your heart to whatever you want to call it, the I am, uh, the you know higher power, universe, God, a source of love, or just love, whatever. You connect your heart to, to anything that you call it, and it's still love. So why not do that? I mean, take five freaking seconds every day and say, my heart is connected to the source of love or whatever you want to call it. And that keeps you centered. And as you find things happen during the day, watch your reaction. But I'll tell you right now that that love is going to bring up all the garbage that has to go. And Maria, that voice that I talked to that I, don't, I can't identify, but I met him when I was out in the galaxy, the Milky Way. That voice told me that right now we're fleshing out a lot of crap and negativity through the events of this world, he said, do not react. This is temporary. It will turn around by the spring of 2022. So he's talking about, because I asked him about politicians and the things that are going on, especially in Texas. He said, do not pay attention to that. That will, that will eventually become balanced again. Right now, all the crap is coming up. He didn't say crap. He said shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> this guy's down to earth. I like him, you know. Well, I don't know who he is. He's a being of some kind. And, and from a very high frequency, well, you can hear him. Maybe it's just you and your higher self. Yeah. No, this voice is this is voice is different. This voice uh, gave me all the predictions from last year that all came to pass. Well, you know, and when we in, talk in fact, about you know, you you and I know this, Maria. That this, this information that I got right. cost me a twenty-year friendship. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, fear. a lot of people have gotten sucked into the darkness. We'll mm -hmm. put it that way. And yeah. once that happens, it's not my job to rescue them. Right. And it didn't actually really cost me anything. I could get separated maybe because I saw the darkness. Right. And I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't roll that way. 
Well, you know, it's an interesting little uh, story because they think it fits in with what we're talking about. Well, because people always say, why are we here? Uh, while I was sitting in the uh, chiropractor's office yesterday, this uh, younger woman came in. I would say she was maybe in her 40s. And she looked over and saw that there was a rack of magazines. And she said, wow, magazines, how refreshing. Because as you know, most doctors' offers everywhere you go, beauty parlors, whatever, they've all gotten rid of the magazines because of COVID fear. Okay. Like you're going to, oh, you know. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. You can't, well, pay attention when you see a doctor's office or go out now, see if there's any magazines laying around. They're not, right. even, even at a dentist. A lot. You're right. You're absolutely right. Right. So she said to me, I said to her, yeah. I said, she says, this is great. And I said, well, this is because, you know, everybody else got rid of their magazines because of COVID, 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 COVID. And we were able to start a conversation because she too sees the ridiculousness of it. She has not had the shot. Chiropractors, by the way, have never uh, approved of any vaccines. Um, So we got into a conversation and I said to listen, if you're going to get sick, you're going to get sick. If you're going to die, you're going to die. We're all going to die. And I said, you know, you got to think about living your life and being happy. I said, because what other reason would a person, and this is what I'm telling her in the chiropractor's office, right? I said, to, an opportunity. Yeah. Right. I said to her, what other reason would a perfect soul in the universe come into a physical body if not to do the things you can do with a physical body that you cannot do without? And I said to her, you know, drinking, smoking, eating, screwing. I said to her, having sex. I said, that's what other reason would you come to this crazy planet? Uh, and, and, you know, she was very appreciative for the conversation. And it's nice to see that you can meet somebody and, and have that kind of a conversation without it being attacked or attacking each other. Uh, so, you know me, I'm always looking for an opportunity, any segue to talk to people about things that might actually make sense, okay? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my son just lost a really good friend of his uh, to pancreatic cancer. Oh, no. And when I was uh, talking to my son, you know, of course, at first he was very sad. Uh, but then, you know, he came up the next day and he said, Mom, you always said we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. And the truth of the matter is, people have forgotten that. You know, we're not supposed to be suffering. And I saw a cute meme, you'll probably get a kick out of it. It said, we weren't born to pay bills and lose weight. Uh, So I looked at that and I said, that's friggin' great. I'll eat cheesecake today. All right, I said, that one's great. Uh, but you know, there are religions out there that teach, you know, you're born to suffer. This is a hell planet. Oh uh, yeah. You know, I think, I think, yeah, I think a Sylvia Brown and all her negative demonic shit that she put out there about how we're supposed to suffer here and you suffer after you die. I know her very, very well. Right. She is biggest fraud on the planet. I was very close to her when she was in her thirties and she trashed me because she didn't want me to get her people, you know, to get... And I knew her sons. I know a lot of stories about that woman. And I'll tell you what, I can't even repeat them. Oh, I understand. years ago. I understand. uh, She had a stroke. So people just need to, you know, pick it. You wake up, you wake up in the morning. What one good thing are you going to do for yourself that's going to make you happy? And you have to do that every day because otherwise you've lived your day for no reason. 
All right, just to be and trapped in the matrix. I want to add something to that word happiness, though. I also think we should also seek peace of mind because happiness comes and goes. All right. You can focus on that one day, but I think that peace of mind, like I needed peace of mind. One of my precious little boys, my little kitty, passed away after 14 years. And uh, I, you know how I struggled with that. I cried every day. Right. And I just wanted, I asked my dad, please, dad, I want peace of mind. I know that he's with you and he's with his brother. And finally yesterday, Maria, I had peace of mind for the first time. And listen to me right now. I look like I'm ready to cry again, you know, because he's so sweet. Right. And, you know, uh, the loss of a pet is different from the loss of a human being. They're two different kinds of pain. Oh, exactly. Uh, listen, we've all been through it. Uh, but yeah. the good thing about our our familiars, I don't like to call them our pets, I like to call them our familiars, uh, is they always travel with us. So whether yeah. you're in the body, they'll be in spirit, whether you're in both in the body at the same time, yeah. they wait for you on the other side. You know, I always think of that gorgeous scene and what dreams may come where Robin Williams ends up in doggy heaven. <laughs> Uh, and you never really lose that. And pets, for some reason, always seem to come through very quickly to let their, to let their, um, God, I don't even want to use the word owner, to let their, their no, caretaker, to, to let their caretaker know that they're okay. Way sooner yeah. than humans can do that from the other side. And, you know, I, I learned how to communicate with animals who are living and deceased through a woman named Amelia Kincaid, who is an animal communicator. Her aunt was the great actress, Rue McClinahan, who played Blanche on The Golden Girls. Uh-huh. Anyway, she's a good friend of mine, and she taught me how to communicate with animals that have passed and who are alive. She's written a book, uh, several books, actually. But she travels the world teaching people how to communicate with all animals. She's a wonderful, wonderful right. teacher. Well, people have so, to yeah. realize that animals have souls, uh, and Religion. their souls are no different than ours. You know, their souls go on. I, you know, back in the early days of my show, I remember doing an interview with someone who wrote a book that was probably titled Animals Have Souls. And then you think about, you know, Michael Rakia's work where he says they are the divas of this planet, holding the planet together. Oh, yeah, pure love. Right, and I haven't had time to interpret my dream last night, but it was very different and very odd because I was, I was like out in some kind of savanna walking with a man I don't know and another person I don't know. And it was broad daylight. And then as I looked through the tall grasses, there were lions and pumas everywhere around us. And yet not a one of them got up to attack us. Yeah, felines, yeah. And then it got nighttime, so we really couldn't even see where we were going. We're still in the savannah, and I'm like, holy shit, what's going to happen to us? Uh, But we ended up finding a building. Uh, But I I did wake up and said, you know, because there were two lions, uh, females, living, uh, just living together, looking at us. And then when I looked up at a cliff, there was this beautiful black puma. Uh, And... It was just an amazing dream. It didn't seem, it was real in the dream, but it didn't seem like it was here. Well, it was very, very, very filled with positive uh, symbols, uh, especially because the feline species represent intuition. And the fact that you trusted as you were walking in the darkness, you also were with the man, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, the man represents you, the male part of you, and then the female part of you so it was one and the same and using those two together and continuing to walk 
brings you exactly what you need to keep protected. But they were never a threat. They weren't like hissing or clawing no. or anything. They were just showing that, that your intuition is integrated. Right. Well, what it reminded me of, you know, years ago, when I was a Jehovah's Witness in their magazines, a lot of times they would show the future, you know, where man would lie down with animals and be safe. And it, that was their description of paradise. Uh, and it kind of reminded me of that, except it wasn't as crowded, because we were the only people in the dream. Yeah, Leonardo da Vinci believed the same way, too. In fact, when I read his quotation about that, uh, it, it was just, God, I mean, he, he goes way back, right, to the 15th century. Right, and da Vinci was a vegetarian. Yeah. So you look at, you know, people that love animals, yeah. uh, how can you not, is my thought. Uh, and even when I send Reiki out at night, I send them to all the animals and creatures on the earth. Mm -hmm. Well, we can learn from them because they're unconditional love. And the key here is that love works. Everyone that's listening, love works. As soon as you start feeling fear, just say, no, that's old me. The new me chooses love over fear. Just talk to yourself. Exactly. I say these things out loud, but I get very colorful with my language. <laughs> I'll just say, get the F out of here. <laughs> right. I'm not going to do that anymore. Right. So it does really work. And the key is, again, it's a choice. But it's like, again, 24 hours with positive thinking, mm -hmm. that's enough to change, you know, thousands of negative thoughts. It just obliterates it. It's so powerful and so are we. Right. So, our reality is going to be reflected back to us as an experience, and then all we have to do is just see how we react to it. Right. But the inner creates the outer, period, and the subject. More people use their five senses and get very connected to this reality filled with all this negativity. If you go inside, there's a different reality. Your spirit, your spirit is housed in this body, and the spirit is love. Connect to that. You right. are love. That's the only thing that defines it. So instead of talking about, oh, I need to lose weight, I'm this and that, I'm not good enough, whatever, cancel, cancel. I don't want right. my friend to respect that kind of crap. Say exactly. Just that, well, I just say it. out loud, I cancel that thought. Or if I'm in a, if I'm in a religious, if I'm in a, a religious mood, I'll say, get thee behind me, Satan. Ah, I love it. Well, <laughs> it, hey, whatever works, you know. And I always say, cast this burden upon, give it to my higher power, and set myself free right now. And I took that right out of scripture because I'm a minister. I had to study the Bible, but it was a spiritual metaphysical uh, church that I went through, and which I like much better. She, that metaphysician, if you don't know who that is, that's Florence Scoville Shin, who wrote The Game of Life and How to Play It back in the 1920s. So what I do is just make a choice. Uh-uh, I don't choose to feel this way any longer. That's when I take control. At that point in time, nothing's coming up to bother me because I'm going to blow it up. With words, and so I use, I say it out loud because one thing we have to do is speak it into existence, which means say the words out loud. They're more powerful than thoughts and emotions, anyway. Right. So I right. That. Right. Well, you know, another little exercise for everybody listening is how about trying this first thing in the morning? You get up, go look at yourself in the mirror, and just say, "I love you," and then after that. Say, what can I do to make you happy today? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, Maria, that is a really good tool. I had a hard time saying that. Mm -hmm. I got a picture of myself at age five, and I framed it, 
And I look at that little picture of that little girl, and I, and I tell her the same thing. I love you. I'm not judging today. You had a lot of that growing up. I, I love you unconditionally. What is it that you need today? And she telepathically tells me. Mm-hmm. But if anyone has struggled looking in the mirror and saying that, get a picture of yourself when you were a child, and it's easier. And well, it sounds simple, but I've had a lot of uh, clients, a lot of students have a hard time doing that. You know, because they it, you have to do it often enough. I would say at least a span of two weeks for it to click, to flip that switch in your brain. I believe that. Uh, but if you do that, you know, and it takes me back to an interview I did so many years ago with Eldon Taylor. He had a really good book called Mind Programming, which I still recommend, uh, to how to really flip your switch in your brain from negative to positive. Uh, and it may still be in the archives on site. I have no idea. There's so much stuff in there. I have no idea if it's still there. But you can still get the book. Uh, and, and a lot of us, because, you know, how, it's very difficult. You know, here I am. I've been practicing what I preach for so many decades, and yet it's difficult for me to separate from the madness out there. So without using the tools that I have, without my, my innate spirituality, there's no way I could continue. You know, there would be no way I could continue because it's no. just too much. Uh, so whatever works for you, people, you know, you got a religion that you actually follow and it works for you, work it harder. You know, you, you, yoga works for you, work it harder. Uh, you know, you want, you're working with a medicine wheel, work it more often. Uh, because the times call for it. And, and that was something... Especially now. As, I mean, right. this, this free will, this planet, experimental planet, has already failed before, Atlantis. And uh, what was the other one on the Pacific? Moo. <laughs> Lumeria. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's already failed twice because of greed. Mm-hmm. And we were heading in the same direction. So right now, I believe we were born with the purpose as teachers. And my whole life is been totally focused on this to the point where I didn't get married. I didn't have any children. I just focused on humanity. That's it. And myself, because I had a lot to work out comically. And so I realized that I have a purpose in this lifetime. A lot of people don't feel that. But you know what's happening, Maria? If I'm teaching my students everything I learned over a half a century, 55 years of research, I found, yeah, I'm not not old, you guys, okay? But it's just a freaking number. I don't look at it. However, what I learned was that these people are now being reignited to do something, to help out. To, to They're focusing, wait a minute, my purpose, it's like a light bulb went on. I want right. to help people. I right. want to get into healing. Well, you have, to, it, you have to have a purpose to be in balance. You have to. Yeah, and that's the key is get excited about something. I wrote this down. Fill yourself with enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is a Greek word, entheos, which means God within. Hello. <laughs> right. The Greek word enthusiasm, entheos, God within, is a Greek word. Look it up. It's there. Right. And again, I believe that choosing enthusiasm and then trusting, choosing love and trusting, choosing uh, you know self-acceptance and trusting, choosing faith over worry and trusting. That's the second part. Exactly. You know, allow divine order and divine timing to manifest what it is that you choose to have and, and do in this lifetime. So you have to know, once, I find that when, once people 
don't have goals any longer, you know, when they're older, they usually pass away and go back home because there's no reason to stay here. So, you know, my mom just turned 90, and she was scared. I said, Mom, my friend Maria's mother just turned 103. She goes, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we need to take a short break, so hold on. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. We'll be right back. World got you down? Feel like you're lost? Don't know the best direction for your life, whether it's love, money, or purpose? A session with Maria can help you get the clarity you need and the direction you need to live your best life possible. Maria's been doing this professionally for almost 40 years. Why not get the help you need by scheduling a session with Maria today? Check out the link for private consultations with Maria. You'll be glad you did. Subscribers to her show get a $50 discount on either a 15-minute or half-hour session with Maria. Book now. Now, back to the show. Okay, welcome back to Awaken with Maria and Monica and the M&M show. Uh, I was nuts. <laughs> she's, she's the nuts. We're not playing. <laughs> she's the nut and I'm the caramel. Uh, anyway, balance. Balance is key. Okay, and I think that as a side effect of COVID, uh, a lot of people have started to find balance in their lives. They realized that their jobs were all consuming, so they left. Yeah. Uh, they realized they weren't spending enough time with their loved ones. Now they are. Uh, and they're also realizing that they deserve better than what they were on the treadmill of life getting. And that was the reason for the pandemic. I always say it was a good thing because it brought that awareness to a lot of people that were actually walking around looking at their freaking telephones right? on their Facebook or whatever, you know, and they were not, ever, even Einstein made that quotation. He had a quotation that said, when technology surpasses the human brain, you're going to have a generation of idiots. Well, that's the truth of it. I mean, look, we uh, yeah. you look every day, there's more of these uh, wrong way traffic accidents, people getting killed because people are not paying attention. Right. Uh, and and whatever it is you're doing during the day, and if you don't have your full attention on it, it's not going to go well. Yeah. I was at the hospital yesterday, you know, Kaiser, mm-hmm. and just to pick up a kit for my mom, and everybody was on their cell phone, everyone. They were all just passing the time. And I remember you talking to people next to me, how are you doing today? You know, no, nobody said a word. All right. Well, that's why I don't I carry a phone. Because, because, you know me, I'm very gregarious when I want to be. And, yeah. And I, I like talking to people. Days I don't feel like talking to people are usually at the gym, so I just put my headset on listen to my tunes. Uh, even though sometimes they don't take the hint, people will still talk to you even though you got, you got your headset on. Uh, but, yeah, and, and that connection is really important. You know, there's, um, there's a new show on, uh, what is it, Hulu, Murders Only in the Building with uh, Steve Martin and I forget who else. It's really cute. But Steve, yeah, yeah. Steve Martin's 78 years old and he thought it was time for, you know, a show for older people. But there's this young girl who's part of the trio uh, of uh, amateur sleuths, we'll call it that way. And he wants to call this young woman on the phone and is uh, the other character, Martin Short, 
uh, says, he says, what do I do? He says, well, you know, they don't really like talking on the phone. So Steve Martin says, well, <laughs> should I text? And he goes, yeah, you're probably better off texting. So he texts him like he was writing a letter with the full address and, and he signs it off with the full address. Uh, but what I found interesting was that one line, they don't like talking on the phone. So That's young right. people today would rather read a text mm -hmm. than hear human voice or human interaction. And then, of course, text never has the inflection of speech. So there's always a lot of misunderstanding and arguments. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unless you download WhatsApp, which is what I use because you can leave a recorded message. And I like that because it's international. Uh-huh. The United States was the last place that actually signed on to it. But WhatsApp is really good because you can do a video call, you can do a regular call, it's free. And you can also leave messages like a voice, like your answer machine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I really like that one. And again, in the United States, for some reason, people haven't, they haven't gotten into it. And it was a person from Germany that said, you guys aren't using it there. Everyone in the world uses it but you. And I said, okay, I'm going to download it. And I love it. I love listening to people's voices. I do miss it. I don't like to text myself. It takes too long for me. Right. I'm wordy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Unless you have a microphone, you can just talk it in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I like that about WhatsApp. So if you guys don't have it downloaded, it's better. Right. It's like an answering machine, you know, exactly. All right. You know, one thing I wanted to say real quick, Maria, is that, you know, I wrote this down in my little notes that just popped in my head as I was thinking about this. Um, the earth loves us so much that it constantly teaches us how to be and do better. And when we have these experiences that are triggered, that trigger our emotions, or that are not pleasant or negative in any way, it's this planet, Earth, it, it's reflecting back to us whatever we created. And it loves us so much that it does that so that we know exactly how to shift and what to do on the inside in order to turn it around. And I find that to be a loving thing to do. Right. So we're being taught, whether we're awake or asleep. Well, that's one of the beautiful things of the medicine wheel. You know, you could have a world of problems going on, and all you need to do is go outside, sit in your medicine wheel. The earth will take that pain, and she will refill you with good energy. And it doesn't oh, take earth. long. Oh, right. yeah. You know, uh, walking barefoot, you know, on the planet is another way of connecting. Uh, you know, I'm seeing more and more people telling me that they're going to start gardens. Uh, so, you know, people that would you would never believe in a million years would have the time or wherewithal to want to start a garden. But I think this COVID thing has made people also realize that we need to become more independent. Especially, you know, this is a shortage of this, or the shelves were empty, or this, that, the other thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, or creative, too. So people, you know, want to get back to the earth. You know, I forget who said it, and it was said a long time ago, that if every man tended a garden, we would have peace on earth. Oh, I love that quote. That's good. That's true. Right. So, you know, maybe you want to get into gardening. You're living in an apartment. Get some plants for your windowsill. And uh, grow some herbs. Yeah, grow some herbs, you know, uh... You know, here, you know, in Arizona, which I really liked, like I walk out of the gym yesterday, somebody had left a big bag of apples. Uh, so if you have more than you can use, give it away. 
okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't take the whole oh, bag. Yeah. I just took a couple of apples. Uh, and in Arizona, that's something that I've always noticed since I moved here 30 years ago because you have so many, believe it or not, we grow more citrus in Arizona than Florida. So you have a lot of people I have, that... I have an orange tree, I have a lemon tree, and I have a mandarin tree. Mm. And I have more than enough, and I share. Well, that's great. Too bad you don't live closer. But here, you know, people will leave it out, you know, in baskets in front of their house, you know, extra produce that they've grown. Uh, and when you look at the price of produce in the store, it's really oh. a wonderful thing. Meyer uh, lemons. Oh, my right. gosh. And this is why you now have people in cities, inner cities, growing these gardens, tending the gardens and sharing the, uh, the benefits and the fruits and vegetables with their neighbors, these neighborhood gardens, which I think are great. Uh, so people are getting, getting back to what really is important, even though they had to go through hell with this COVID for, you know, over a year and a half now. Uh, it was a good wake up call for a lot of people. And that's why it happened. Exactly. You know, Period. And, and even, you know, I went to dinner the other night and the waitress was telling me that they were understaffed. Three people didn't show up for work. Uh, another restaurant we wanted to go to was already closed at 4 o'clock because they had no workers. And this gal obviously was the manager, and she was waiting on us. And I said to her, well, do you think if you were paying those people 20 bucks an hour plus tips, they would have been in, in to work today? Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't have much of a comeback, okay? But... <laughs> I mean, that's pretty simple to figure out, though. I mean, what's you know? Exactly. So, I mean, all right, pay them, you know, 10 bucks more an hour. You won't have to close your doors at 4 o'clock because, you know, in my town, if you're a restaurant and you're closed on a Sunday, you're losing oh thousands of dollars because everybody that travels through here for their weekend places yeah. is, mm-hmm. has nowhere to stop. So, I you know. I live in a small town, too, Marie, and it happens here. Yeah, so it's penny wise, dollar foolish. Uh, and I think this is a good shift for workers. You know, this is a time where workers can now demand what they want, like we did in the '60s. You know, it's taken how many how many decades? Uh, but you know, a lot of people are just saying like that uh, country song: "Take this job and shove it." <laughs> I, and I think that's very empowering. You know, and I always encourage people: find something that you really love to do. And try to make a living doing it. You know, start out part-time. Don't give up your day job, but start it part-time. See where it goes. I mean, that's how I ended up leaving corporate America. Mm-hmm. I was never in it. <laughs> well, you were lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, my brother moved here from Colorado uh, away from his family to find a job at Silicon Valley, which he did. Ended up staying here six years, just retired, but he's going to continue working because his company said, it, you're moving back to Denver in October, which is next month, and he said they they told him that you could still work remotely from his uh, you know computer and still have the same job, which is what I told him to visualize. Mm-hmm. See yourself continuing to work for the same company in Silicon Valley, but see it in Colorado instead, and that's exactly what happened. He just told us last week, right? Cleared to do that. So I mean, you know, we can create anything, and again, he kept seeing it and visualizing it and felt himself back home again with his wife, and his kids are there. And so can you imagine leaving all of that for six years? He's staying with my mom. Right. So she lucked out because she got to have her son with her for six years. But now he's leaving, so we're, we're going to be taking care of her, you know. And she's in San Jose, California. And uh, we're actually putting one of those ring 
you know, monitors that has a video, not outside her house, but in her family room so we can watch her to make sure she's okay because she's fallen a few times. Oh, oh. She passes out, you know. Oh. On my birthday, she passed out and was taken away with emergency. The ambulance, as I'm going to my own party at my sister's house, there's an ambulance. And I went, oh, my God, there's a stretcher. Oh, what's happened? <laughs> so my mom was taken to the hospital. My sister had to spend the whole day with her and, and evening. So I, I, I spent my birthday with that kind of experience. Happy 70th birthday, Monica. <laughs> but it did teach My mother lived, thank God. <laughs> so you taught you a, a new appreciation for your mother on your birthday. So, oh, yeah. She's a Virgo. Tough. Tough cookie. <laughs> exactly. But wise. <laughs> All right. raised this with Ralph Waldo Emerson, you know. All right. And, uh, it, yeah, it, it, did you ever see that movie, Fun with Dick and Jane? Oh, a long that, time it, ago. <laughs> long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's her, her parents raised her with Ralph Waldo Emerson, you know, about being independent. And she wanted money from them. They said, nope. And they just smiled and they said, no, you got to figure it out on your own. And that's how my mom raised us, too. Figure right. it out. Figure it out. So, I mean, you know, while you're sitting around and you have some quiet time in your brain, just start to visualize, even if you just think it's a fantasy, what would you do? And I have asked this this question so many times, Monica. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If time and money were not an issue, what would right. you be doing now? Right. Yeah. My question is very similar. Um, I just say, if your life was a perfect 10, describe to me what it would look like. What would you be doing? Let's play. Let's play. Just take it and just go crazy with mm -hmm. imagination. And it, usually what they do is speak the truth of what they really want to do. Right. So, you know, make it outrageous. I mean, why aim, for, why aim for the bottom when you can aim for the top? Unlimited. And, right. You know, and stop thinking in terms of limitation. You know, I, I mean, years ago, you know... Uh, when I first started doing radio, and everybody knows the story now, I, I didn't want to do radio. I just fell into it. Uh, but I remember, uh, I remember, all of being all excited after you know after I actually did it. I was so excited. I went to see my ex-husband because at that time, you know, our divorce was fresh and we were still somewhat civil to each other. Uh, and I was super jazzed. So I stopped by his office to tell him. Right. And the first thing he says was really nasty <laughs> to me. He says, he said, who'd you have to blow to do that? Wow. So I looked at him because I never let anybody get over on me. I said, it wasn't you, so what do you care? <laughs> uh, so. Fix <laughs> him back. Right. But, you know, after a while, you know, I said, oh, well, okay, this radio gig is done. But obviously Spirit wasn't done with me doing radio because the same weekend... I was approached to do internet radio. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, it sounds like fun. I'll try it for a couple of months. And boom, here I am 22 years later. And that's the beauty of intuition. It always gives us directions. Most people don't pay attention to it. They argue with it. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you, the arguing is the reaction. That's from the left brain, the logical. But what if it doesn't work? What if, what if I fail? Blah, 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 blah. Cancel, cancel, brain. Do not record that. You always have to say cancel, cancel. I was taught that in the, the right. early 70s from my mother. And uh, But what if you did? And why not you? Right. I always say that too. Why not me? Huh. That's the answer I get whenever I'm screaming at spirit for some shit that just befell my life. I'm out there <laughs> screaming, why me? And the answer is always the same. Why not why you? Why not you? So... <laughs> 
But, you know, you learn from experience, and that's what we're here to do, experience. You know, I had this talk just last night with my granddaughter who went through hell with a kidney stone. And I said to her, do you remember how many months I've been talking to you about your eating habits, your, 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 you know, your weight, your this, your that, and how many times have I told you young people get sick too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she said, word, but she said, they, but you uh, calcium, cal, uh, calcium or were they protein? Did they analyze? It, it hasn't come out yet. Okay. So, so that's not from five times, Maria. Well, my five daughter's had my daughter's had them forty. Count them forty. Uh, so I said to her, she says, but you know, Grandma, when you when you say something, I guess we just have to learn by experience. And this was a terrible experience. But I said to her, yeah. but you know, older people, we've already experienced everything. So when we give you our advice, it's to save you from having to experience the crap that we have. And sometimes the youth is wasted on the young, right? Right. And and it's not done in a a, a vicious way or judgmental way. It's like, you know, I had my heart broken. I know, you know, how to step around that. Uh, You know, yeah, I've had some illnesses. I know how to step around that. Uh, you know, I know the importance of diet and exercise, uh, and, you know, I had to learn that the hard way. Uh, why why not take advantage of it? You know, there's a beautiful meme that goes around every now and then, and it says every time we lose a senior citizen, we lose history. It's like losing a library. Yeah, because yeah, that's true. I think this is why it's important to write books or at least have an outlet, maybe a YouTube channel, just start getting information out there. Absolutely. And go to it. I mean, I remember back in the 70s, my teacher used to say, in the future, you'll be able to access information very quickly. And I thought, well, how's that going to work? You know, I didn't understand. Right. And she didn't know the answer. She just said, this is what came to me. You'll learn much faster. You'll have more resources. And I thought, the only thing we have are books because, you know, our our 33 RPM records, I remember getting those in order to learn motivation and spirituality. Or cassette tapes. Let's not leave out cassette tapes. Yeah, and that came in the 70s. Yeah, cassettes came in the 70s. In the 60s, we had eight tracks and and albums. I remember buying albums. Right. (laughs) Well, I still have my my albums. (laughs) I'll never probably play them again, but I I can't part with them. I can't either. I still have my collection. All right. Even my 45s. <laughs> I had a kid who worked in a record store who was flipping through my albums when he was visiting with my granddaughter. And he saw one of my original Elvis albums that he had never seen before. Oh. And uh, he said, you know, I'd be willing to give you $500 for this album. I said, yeah, it's not for sale. I'd rather it just stay there and collect dust. Yeah. You know, because it, it's, it's a part of your life, you know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, yeah, some I people have, might think that's real crazy. To real? real to real, yeah, those were, I never used those. Okay, I have one, and I have this Meet the Beatles on Real to Real, oh, the, album, the very first album. Uh-huh. And this is the strangest thing, but it happened. My dad loved to play pranks after he passed away in 2012, and um, it's coming up November 3rd, and he... Um, Actually, I had that when I moved here, I had that one packed because I didn't want to bring it out. You know, I wanted to keep it sealed in a box. Right. I went to my sister's house, who lives 90 seconds away from me, and I saw it there. I said, what is this doing here? How did you get this? She goes, I don't know. And I asked her husband, I said, how did you get this? This is 
field in one of my, my boxes in the garage? She goes, I have no idea. And we all looked at each other. We said, Dad did it. Hmm. He took it out of the box and somehow apported it there, you know. Right. And it, it appeared in her house. I guess he <laughs> wanted to hear the music. Whatever the was Beatles, on. Meet the Beatles. Meet. I used to get in trouble for playing them over and over oh. and over again. Who didn't? But you know what? Thank God my mother liked music, so she was right in there with us. Yeah. Anyway, Monica, Thanks. our time is up for today. No! Yes, it was a happy, <laughs> upbeat show as usual. It's a nice love, break from uh, the news. Uh, <laughs> and I hope everybody listening got a little something for yourselves. Just yeah, remember. Yeah, definitely make your choices. Exactly. That are much wiser. Choose love over fear. Choose faith over worry. Choose deservability over self-doubt. Period. Well said. Well said. Well, thank you, darling. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Okay. okay. Monica. Bye. Bye. Check her out at monica.com. Uh, and if you uh, feel the need uh, to figure out your life, that's part of what I do. It's part of what Monica does. So just make a, an appointment. We're happy to talk. Uh, and just remember, we aren't here for a long time. We're here for a good time. So make sure you're having a good time. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening and supporting The Maria Show. Tell others what you learned today. Knowledge becomes wisdom only when it's shared. Encourage others to subscribe today. www.maria.net Often imitated, never duplicated. A world of information all in one place. www.maria.net Always ahead of the curve. Always on your side. Get active or get radioactive. Subscribe today.